Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. President Obama said today he's got a plan to stop the manipulation of oil prices, upon which the price of crude promptly rose a buck and a half. Oil, energy, and the election on the broadcast today from American Public Media. This is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by the Chartered Global Management Accountant designation, CGMA, established by the AICPA and SEMA, cgma.org. And by Reputation.com, offering patented protection for the online reputations of professionals and businesses, now including reputation assessments. Learn more at Reputation.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It's Tuesday, the 17th of April. Good to have you here with us. For those who wince at paying $70 every time you swing by the gas station, rest assured the White House knows you're unhappy. Today, President Obama said he's going to crack down on speculation in the oil markets. He wants Congress to spend $52 million to beef up federal oversight of crude and how it's traded. From the Marketplace Sustainability Desk, we asked Sarah Gardner to find out whether that's all it would take. President Obama says an irresponsible few are rigging the energy markets for their own gain. He didn't name the few, but implied that traders were manipulating the markets by colluding with each other. The president said they were buying up oil, creating the perception of a shortage, and driving prices higher. Then they sell for a quick buck. We can't afford a situation where some speculators can reap millions while millions of American families get the short end of the stick. Analyst Fadel Gate at Oppenheimer & Company says speculative betting is part of the DNA of oil prices. He figures at least 20 percent. But Gate says Obama's fixes, higher fines, more cops on the beat, and making it more costly for Wall Street to trade oil futures won't work. There are tens of billions of dollars to be made in oil price speculation. So those people are willing to spend 10 times more to fool government uh, regulators and uh, to hide their uh, tracks. But Blake Clayton at the Council on Foreign Relations says speculation is a scapegoat. Clayton says there may be some market abuses, but they're not responsible for $4 gas. The truth is, supply and demand right now auger in favor of high prices. And nobody, he notes, seems to be complaining about all the speculative betting in the natural gas markets right now. Natural gas prices are currently at 10-year lows. I'm Sarah Gardner for Marketplace. Never fear, Apple's back. After a big sell-off the past couple of days, shares were up hard today, back over $600 a share. Here's another recent number from Techland. For you, a billion dollars. That, of course, is what Facebook is paying for Instagram, the crazy popular photo app with, it must be said, no profits. Millions upon millions of other dollars are flooding into all sorts of other tech startups and apps of the moment. So can you spell tech bubble? Marketplace's Queen of Kim can. We won't know that we're in a tech bubble until it bursts. And since Silicon Valley has yet to invent the Time Machine app, it's still an open question. Alex Field, an economics professor at Santa Clara University, says history has shown us that there are signs. The kind of thinking that, well, I don't think that this uh, valuation is particularly justified, but everybody else seems to be thinking that way. And therefore, you know, if I buy this and then sell it subsequently, I'm going to be able to make money. In other words, leaving behind your critical mind and going with the crowd. Field doesn't think we're in a tech bubble yet. 
you know, the NASDAQ peaked, I think it was in March of 2001, at over 5,000. And here we are more than uh, 10 years later, and, you know, we're not even close to that. And unlike the last time around, he says the environment in Silicon Valley is very different now. Companies like Apple, Google, Facebook are making tons of money, unlike, say, the flameouts of the last boom. Remember Pets.com? Henry Blodgett is a former tech analyst and CEO of Business Insider. I think if you're asking whether any particular investment is a bubble or was stupid, you have to look at it in the context of the strategy of the individual investor or the company that is paying the price. Unlike the rest of us, venture capitalists are laying down chips on companies knowing that most of them will fail. But given the climate and media frenzy surrounding stories like...